Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Hi there. Hi, Lacers. How's it going? Bonnie Violet here, uh, Queer Chap. Um, and so this is the morning, or I guess the daily live. I'm just um, checking in with folks who are taking part in the Lacing with your narr- lacing your Narrative with the Spiritual Thread workshop series. Um, if you are not aware of it, but you're interested, just check out the link in the description. You can get more information about Lacing Your Narrative with the Spiritual Thread workshop series. It just started on Saturday. We'll be going for eight weeks um, and you can join at any time. You can do it on your on your own or you can do it along with me. So I'm um, just gonna kind of jump to the chase each morning. I'm gonna kind of check in with you a little bit about kind of the process, maybe give you some ideas on how you can kind of explore um, the question a little bit more in your writing or your art. So um, this morning um, I was going I was going to think a little bit about like, um, you know, because we're thinking about our childhood. I grew up, I happened to grow up um, Christian. So Jesus was kind of like a part of that. And so I kind of thought maybe one of the ways that um, you could kind of get yourself in the space of kind of exploring this is to listen to some sort of music. Um, I think music can be really um, powerful and really kind of helpful for me and kind of like just getting my head in a place or getting uh, grounded or settled. Um, And so I was gonna play a song today and then just kind of take some notes. Um, you're welcome to listen along, um, see the notes that I'm going to be taking. Um, and then just, um, and like I said, um, this is going to be kind of like mm, more Jesus related, but just l- use this in your own sort of like thinking there might be your own songs. I know for me, there's songs that I grew up with that I can listen to that kind of take me back to a place. Um, I remember actually just a little uh, little story while I um, set things up is I remember um, in in uh when i was going to youth group there um back in the day this will age me a little bit but there was a time when um <clears throat> when uh the big hit song was called um i swear um it was a country song but it was also like a pop song um hip i think i'm trying to think who sang it um but anyway um it would it said i swear and like swearing is not something you're supposed to do um 
as a young person in a youth group. And so we could only listen to the song if um, like when we were in the, in the bus or uh, like going places or whatever, we could listen to music. And if that song came on, we just had to scream, I promise instead of I swear. So um, just like a little, little thingamajig that was part of my growing up. Um, but I'm gonna play this song, it's called um, Jesus from Texas. Um, it's a song that just came out recently um, by Semler. Um, and um, it just kind of talks a little bit about the Jesus they grew up with. Um, it might be a little, mm, it's just, yeah, it, it might be, just listen to it. I'm not necessarily saying this is a song that like for you, um, but again, just kind of think of um, a way that you could um, utilize music to help you. So I'm gonna play this and take some notes. I won't give up. 
So, um, so we, I listened to that, and for for those who are watching, you can see that I took some notes. Um, for folks who are just just have the audio, I'm going to go ahead and just read some of the notes um, to go along with that song before. Um, have you listened to "Hey Jesus" by Trey Pearson? Says Landa Lakes. I have not. I will um, put that on my list to check out after um, after this today. Thank you for that. Um, I will check it out. Um, so the notes that I have wrote and written um, was Stonewall. Um, she referenced or Grace, the artist, re referenced Stonewall, um, and that just kind of made me think of like my parents and my elders. They grew up in a very different time than I grew up in, and growing up in Idaho, I think they were probably very much like kind of sheltered. You know, I know we didn't learn a lot about things that everyone else was learning about. And then some of the things that were happening in like urban areas in the big cities that really wasn't relevant to us. So it felt like people had different life and different lifestyle than we did. Um, next thought was, what did I have to do to feel good enough for Jesus or for God? What did I deny myself? I think that's something that I'm going to think a little bit more about. Um, but it was a question that came to mind. Um, Grace also referred to, um, uh, believing in God versus Bigfoot, because um, at least Bigfoot hasn't hurt hurt anyone. Like, um, so did God hurt hurt me? Um, what was my experience with that? Um, I did a drag number recently where I felt like I think I felt abandoned by God for a long time. Like, I felt like I just wanted God to. I do this number called "Say Something." And there was just like this idea of like, like say something, like tell me, you know, like I, I just wanted the answers. And I actually did actually end up getting to have mm, uh, an experience. It was more in my like 20s. So I'll share with that another time. But I, I did have a moment when I could say that God did say something, um, or at least I got a message. We'll put it that way. Um, uh <clears throat> What did church uh, do for me? How did it serve me then versus now? Um, I really felt like church was a protection, a distraction. I think it kept me away from certain things. I think that's something I want to look at a little bit differently. You know, for me, it felt like a, like on a very younger level, it felt like more like it was just a place that I could go and be comfortable. I didn't feel like I had a role like I did at school or at home. Um, but I think that maybe there was a way of like escaping from being a part of the world. I don't know. I think that's something just to look at a little bit further. Um, so that's why I wrote that down. And then um, uh, there was a talk where she's talking about, or where Grace um, is talking about um, uh, coming out and then uh, losing a friend from their youth um, from church. And that idea of like, um, well, I hope that if my friend's, child is gay, comes out gay, or somebody does that they'll think to call them. So I think it really speaks to the the love um, that you have for one another and the complications that can come from, I guess, sexuality. Um, uh, I remember my best friend in church called me to say um, that she would pray for me no longer to be gay um, after she had heard that I was um, gay. And she did it she was somebody that I knew really cared about me a lot. And so I felt like she was doing what she thought was kind and loving for me. 
um, though I wasn't experiencing it that way. So I think just something to kind of explore um, that a little bit more. Um, and then God has always been there even when people couldn't. So um, through all of my experience, most of my life, I've always felt some sort of connection to my um, now understanding of a God or a higher power or creator um, that was there all along. And a lot of times people got in the way of that. People told me that um, I couldn't have it. Um, and I was having it and I was experiencing it. And um, I always knew that it understood better than I could, but I, it, it took me a while for me to, to come to know myself enough and to know enough more to where I could have confidence in that thing that I was experiencing and that feeling because so much of the world was telling me that I couldn't be connected to the divine, that I couldn't be connected to creator, that um, creator, that God wouldn't want anything to do with me the way that I was. And I knew that to be different. I knew differently, but um, it took me a while to really own and accept my experience as a, a queer person, as a person who um, breaks the rules, if you will, sometimes within the the religion that I grew up in, um, and yet still um, had um, this connection. Um, not with the same God of my youth, I would say. And I think part of that just has to do with my changing of understanding and my perception versus like the God, if you will, the, the um, thing that I was connected with at that time. Um, I think just my understanding of it has changed, not necessarily that it has physically um, changed, obviously. Um, so I um, just wanted to check in. I hope that you all are um, doing great with this process. Um, uh, sorry for not having a full lip on. I'm getting ready for the Splintered Grace podcast. It'll be at 1030. Um, one of the things, you know, it's like com being committed to doing this every day. And that's not necessarily saying that this is something that you need to do if you're participating in, in the workshop series, but you might just think about how you can um, make a commitment to it. Like I'm going to do it at nine o'clock every morning, no matter what. And so that means if I'm like half in makeup because I'm doing something else or because I'm, I know who knows, maybe I'll stay up late or who knows, who knows how you'll see me <laughs> when I show up over the next, um, next uh, eight weeks or so. But I um, just want to encourage you to continue to, um, to lean into this process um, and to reach out to me if you have any questions or thoughts or um, anything like that. I haven't heard too much about people who are participating. So if you are, I'd love to hear that. But if you're not, that's fine too. Um, I think the best place to stay connected would probably be on YouTube. There'll be a playlist and I'll connect the videos really easy. So I think it'll be easier to catch up on the videos if you find a queer chaplain on YouTube. Um, and again, I'll put that link in the description. Um, and I think that'll probably be an easy way to keep track of all the videos because there'll be a new video every day. All right, so take care, have a blessed day, and um, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out. Splintered Grace podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.